Yo, yo, yo. Hey, man, what's poppin', man? It's your boy, D. Yates, and we're here with a whole nother episode of the Matt Project Show. Hey, first things first, I'd like to give all praises to Yahweh by Shem, Yahweh Shah, that's the Most High God, Yahweh, in the name of his son, by Hashem, Yahweh Shah, who the world calls Jesus, Hamashiach, right? Christ, right? Jesus Christ, huh? Khan? Hey, man, look. Um, it's like, this is a sweet day for the so-called black man, so-called Hispanic man, so-called native Indian man. This is a very, um, surreal moment, if you would, uh, I would have you. We have Esau turning on his damn hair. The white folks crazy. Right? All praise to the most high. Um I'm gonna play a video for you. Just to just to give you a feel of the type of panic they had, you know, yesterday. And I loved it. I'm man, I'm I'm it's like I'm eating popcorn. Listen, I wanted to jump on and record something yesterday i wanted to so bad so like it well by the time y'all getting this it's gonna be on friday so i wanted to record something on the day of it happening put something out but i'm like i'm just it's just the pop i'm eating popcorn watching people's live streams out there like I, it was my turn up this like the nba finals for me watching these folks go crazy on each other I'm, whew, I'm I'm happy, right? All oh, praise to the Most High. Hey, um, I'm gonna play a video for you just to give you a sense of the type of panic they had yesterday. Let's bring our panel back in. We've got Chuck Todd, Hallie Jackson, and Casey Hunt. Chuck, I mean, let's just keep on the security issue for a moment because yeah. I gotta tell you, you know, I, I used to live here and work in these buildings as you uh, continue to do. Um, you know, there's there's a, this sense that this show of force is the deterrent. That who would dare? Who would dare right. cross this line? But now that this has been exposed and a group of marauding protesters were able to come into Congress, not on just any given Tuesday when there's a handful of folks in there, but at a crucial moment where all 535 members are present and the vice president of the United States is present conducting a sacred constitutional duty. I mean, just for, for a moment, in, in terms of the security, don't you think that calls into question everything? I think it does. I mean, 100 percent. I mean, I, look, it, it, how that that could have been a hostage situation. OK, I mean, Chuck, that is with me. I, I am. The, it could have easily been a hostage situation. And so that's the part of this that you're like, we have to figure out. I mean, it, it turned out these folks weren't there to do that. But instead, whatever it is, they were choosing um, uh, that motivate themselves with the with with obviously trashing the place and things like that, but that's why I mean, it, what kind of message does it send? Others may look at this as at a point of weakness. But let me step back here a second. We've seen this in Washington before. There's a vulnerability is exposed, and then there's this immediate attempt to try to see if they can remedy it. And the real balance in the Capitol is this: it is a public place. 
there is a, you know, every, you want this feeling that people can come here and walk the halls of Congress, the People's House, things like that. But we obviously have to rethink security around here. This was a total, complete disaster. And again, we're lucky that didn't turn into a hostage situation. That's what makes this, what the, how the Capitol Police performed, just mind-boggling. Absolutely mind-boggling. I hope y'all heard that level of panic in his voice. I mean, this could have been a hostage situation here. Hey, man, we're going to go to the scriptures real quick before we get into another video. And, of course, all links of all videos is going to be in the description of this episode. Um, also, even before we get a little further into this episode, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, we have Zoom class meetings. If you want to be a part of the Zoom class that's separate and apart away from um, what I do on my podcast and what we do out on the streets and any other things. If you want to be a part of that, of course, email me, hit me in my inbox and say, hey, look, you know, I want to get some more information so I can send you the link. And so you can be a part of it. That's every Wednesday at 7 p.m. But we're going to go to the scripture real quick. Mark chapter 3 and verse 23. Mark chapter 3 and verse 23. And it reads, And he called them unto him and said unto them in parables, How can Satan cast out Satan? So that's what we're seeing right now, right? We're seeing Satan try and cast out Satan right now. We're seeing one Satan, one demon, right? As in the, the everyday demons, right? Trying to cast out the higher up demons. I mean, I mean, they're all a part of the oppressors for us, right? They're all a part of the people that's keeping us down as a nation, correct? Not the United States. I'm talking about Israel. Our real nation, who we are, our identity, right? They're part of keeping us down. So now we're seeing one demon try and fight against another demon, right? We're going to keep reading on it. Mark chapter 3 and verse 24. And it says, And if a kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. That's what you're seeing, people. You're seeing a, a, a kingdom that's about to fall, that's about to tip over that tide, right? During the Roman Empire, they weren't divided like, um, you know, well, Slakia. During the Roman Empire, they were divided east versus the west. That's how the Roman Empire fell. The Roman Empire fell because the east in the West, and then there was that divide. There was no unity in Rome, just like there's no unity in America. Hell, just like there was no unity in Greece, there's never any unity when you're talking about a, a Edomite kingdom. There's never unity. There never have been unity, right? We're going to keep going on it. Mark chapter 3 and verse 25. 
And it says, and if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. Right. America is falling, people. And if you got ears to hear, hear this. America is falling. We're looking at the last days of this evil, demented or or demonic like you. This evil, demonic country. We're looking at the end of this great demon nation. And we know what happens after this, right? We know what happened after this, right? We're going to keep going, though. Verse 26. And if Satan rise up against himself and be divided, he cannot stand but hath an end. We're watching the end of Satan. We're watching the end of Satan today. Or Salakia Wednesday, right? We're watching the end of him. That was just the first step or... Not the first step, but one of many steps of this kingdom being divided and falling. It's just circling that 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 toilet bowl. That's all we're seeing. We're we're waiting on the 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 shit to to finally go down, <laughs> right? That's all we're waiting on, right? And the sad part about it is, is most our people. Don't even have eyes to see. Most of our people are worrying about getting the PS5. Most of our people is worrying about Black Lives Matter. Most of our people are worrying about stuff that just don't even matter. We need to be worrying about keeping these laws, statutes, and commandments. That's what we need to be worrying about. We need to be worrying about, you know, the Passover is about to come up in a couple of months. We got new moon coming up in a couple of days. We got that Sabbath coming up in a couple of days. You understand what I'm saying? We need to be worrying about that type stuff. We don't need to be worried about, you know, America falling. Every every demonic nation is fought, has failed and America is no different. We're watching it fall. We're watching this nation fall. And if you got ears to hear, hear this, right? A house divided cannot stand, right? But I got some more information for you, though. This is Dabu7. Let's take a look at what's happening now with all these individuals that went up inside of the Capitol. Now, some of these people were paid, and they admitted it their own film. And some of these people were there at that moment in time. And the choices that everyone made, well, they're going to have to stand behind. I asked, what did the people get out of this whole thing? To have Americans go up inside of a capital the first time since the 1800s and then walk away and have nothing to show for it. Well, what does that say? What was accomplished? What talks were brought to the table? What laws were changed? crickets nothing happened it was more or less a photo op and a trap that was set and many took it they went right on in 
They followed all the operatives that were paid leading the way. Now they're about to catch sedition charges. So they say here that depending on what investigators find and the individual circumstances, these charges could range from everything from low-level curfew charges, trespassing, which a lot of them are going to get, misdemeanor of uh, destruction of government property less than $1,000. They're going to say that there could be felony charges of destruction of government property over $1,000. That depends on what's damaged. And whoever is caught doing anything, hitting any door, ripping anything off that added up to over $1,000, this is punishable up to 10 years in prison. Now, when you go to the high end, Charges of civil disorder, interfering with law enforcement, or inciting a riot could all lead up to a possible 20 years in prison with the sedition and seditious conspiracy being the top-level charge. Now, let's take a look at what they say about this seditious conspiracy. This is when two or more persons in any state or territory try to conspire to overthrow the government of the United States or to levy war against them. goes on to state that or to oppose by force the authority thereof or by force to prevent, hinder, or delay the execution of any law of the United States. And this is the one that you need to see because that phrase, the delay of the execution of law, is key. That is what every single person participated in basically when they calls them to go into recess and have to leave. And they're going to be levying big-time charges against certain patriots out here and people that participated in this. You betcha. So, Wow. Hey, man, look. First thing he said, here's a lot of information he gave right there. Folks about to get hit with sedition charges. Listen, that sounds crazy, right? Let's get the definition of sedition, right? Sedition, conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authorities. It's like the rebel against the authority of a state or monarch, right? Meaning you're rebelling against your governors, your mayors, your presidents the the representatives the senate right you're rebelling against the state or the monarch our monarch is uh you know we have a uh, actually an old uh matriarch system the president is our monarch just the one sitting at the top and he's the one people look at but he really doesn't you know hold the all the power like in the english they have a um, like queen elizabeth but they have a whole parliament that holds more power and they have prime minister a prime minister but you know they have like a senate in congress you know like we does here but sedition is you going against those people and you're inciting a rebellion against those people. Hmm, I wonder where in the Bible does it say that? Second Ezra chapter like your chapter 15 and verse let's go on, we're going to start at verse 15. Second Ezra is 15 and 15. 
It says, for the sword and their destruction draweth nigh. And one people shall stand up to fight against another and swords in their hands, right? Ezra is prophesying the race war that's about to come to America. Boom! We're going to keep going though. It says, for there shall be sedition among men. Let's read the definition of sedition again. Because he's prophesying sedition. Let's get the definition of it. It says, conduct or speech. Conduct, meaning what you do or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or monarch. Now let's read the verse one more time. Second Ezra is chapter two in verse. So like it's second Ezra is 15 in verse 16. For there shall be sedition among men, right? And invading one another. They shall not regard their kings nor princes. You're not going to listen to your president. You're not going to listen to your governor. You're not going to listen to your senator. You're not going to listen to your state representative. You're not going to listen to your police chief, right? Keep going. And the course of their actions shall stand in their power. Meaning people are going to start doing what the hell they want to do. And because they're not no, they're not going to be no more afraid of the consequences. They're not going to be scared of going to jail. We're just getting a small glimpse of this happening. We're seeing a small glimpse of it. And then they didn't even fully commit. Right. They ain't fully commit. That's how we know this prophecy isn't fully in play yet. That's how we know that this is a future prophecy. This isn't a a past prophecy. This is a future prophecy. Because eventually they're going to say, excuse my French. (laughs) Fuck it. That's what they're going to say. They're going to say, fuck it. We're not listening to our governors no more. They're going to say, fuck it. We're not listening to the president no more. You know, I don't, we don't care about what laws he passed. We're running in the state building and we're clapping people. We're running in the state building and we're killing up everybody. We're hungry. We're killing people, right? Keep going on it. Verse 17, a man shall desire to go into a city and shall not be able to, right? Verse 18, for because of their pride, the city shall be troubled, the houses shall be destroyed, and men shall be afraid. It's a it's prophesying that fear that we're seeing these uh these representatives have right now. They have a certain level of fear because why? Because they know what's about to happen. They know eventually people are gonna say, fuck it. Eventually, people are going to say, look, we don't care about what y'all say no more. We're done listening to y'all. It's over. Eventually, people are going to say that. And we're seeing it. We're seeing we're seeing this avalanche or uh, this 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 snowball 
you know, get ready to come down this this mountain of destruction for America. And it's been coming down for a long time. But for the so-called black, Hispanic and Native Indian man. Or so like you're not just man. Man and woman. Right. For us, for the ones who are oppressed here in America, we're just sitting back and, and, and enjoying our, our, our last days here. <laughs> the best way we can enjoy this, this, this demonic nation, right? We're, we're, we're sitting back here and watching our enemies uh, implode on themselves. We're watching our enemies implode on themselves right now. And it's, and it's actually beautiful, man. It's actually a beautiful day. This is why we have to start keeping these commandments. We have to start keeping these commandments right now. If if you're on the fence, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Listen, I pray to the most high that it's for you. Because if it's not for you, guess what's about to happen, right? We're going to keep reading some more on that. We're going to keep reading some more on this second Ezra. It says, we're going to go to um, verse 19. A man shall have no pity upon his neighbor, but shall destroy their house with the sword and spoil their goods because of the lack of bread and for great tribulation. So we're reading about the famine that's happening on this earth right now. There's a famine going on right now. If you're not keeping these commandments, you're going to succumb to that famine. You're going to succumb to you dying by the sword. Why we know that? How I know that, right? We're going to go to Amos chapter 9 and verse 10. This is why, you know, we, we host these meetings every um, Wednesday to give out more, you know, to have uh, it's a more intimate setting. So you can actually be and um, ask questions and we can go over stuff and, and pull up scriptures, man. We could pull up scriptures to go over and see what the hell is going on. And this is what you need to hear. If you have ears to hear, let them hear. Amos chapter nine, verse um, 10. It says, all the sinners of my people shall die by the sword, which say the evil shall not overtake nor prevent us. You out here worrying. Well, you know, I ain't even worrying about it, man. Listen, man, everything going to work out. And, and, and you know what? You know, all you talk about people going to die. And you know what? God got me and he's my strength. And no weapon for me is me. Shall proper, but you're not doing no commandments. I'm going to read that again from the top. It says, all the sinners of my people shall die by the sword. So if you're not walking around with your fringes on, guess what's going to happen? You're going to die by the sword. If you eating pork right now, guess what's going to happen? You're going to die by the sword. If you having sex with your brother wife right now, guess what's going to happen? You're going to die by the sword. If you um, you don't think of keeping the high holy days is important, guess what's going to happen to you? Die by the sword. It says, all the sinners of my people shall die by the sword. 
That's thus saith the Lord, man. That's thus saith the Lord. That's not a deer's opinion. That's not my opinion, man. That's not optional. When I read that scripture, I read it for what it said. All the sinners of my people are going to die by the sword. Now let's go back to 2nd Ezra chapter 15 and verse 19. It says a man shall have no pity upon his neighbors, but shall destroy their house with the sword. Right. And spoil their goods because of the lack of bread and for great tribulation. So when people running in in, in your house, right, because they hungry, guess what's going to happen to you if you're a sinner? You're going to die by that sword. If you're lucky, you're going to die by that sword. If you're a single female, guess what's going to happen? These motherfuckers are going to rape the fuck out you. Back-to-back rapes. You understand what I'm saying? All of this stuff, all of this stuff got to happen. It has to happen, right? We're going to go to Sirach chapter 12 and verse 6. I know it's gruesome. Hey, man, you got ears to hear, let them hear. Sirach chapter 12 and verse 6. It reads... For the most high hated sinners. That's how the most high feel about you eating that pork. That's how the most high feel about you not wearing 100% clothing. Not putting on your fringes. Right? That's how the most high feel about you not keeping his high holy days. Not even attempting to try and keep his high holy days. That's how the most high feel about you. He hates you. When you get this information, you hear this information and you reject it. He hates you. Right? We're going to keep going. Sirach chapter 12 and verse 6. For the most high hateth sinners and will repay vengeance unto the ungodly. Right? He's way, he's preserving a lot of people right now just to kill them. There's a lot of reason why a lot of people aren't dying. Why? Because he's reserving their judgment to kill you, to, to, to get vengeance on you, right? Keep going. And keep it them against the mighty day of their punishment. He's keeping you for the mighty day of your punishment. He's keeping you for that. That's why you still here. That's why we're, we're sitting up here looking at people live uh, 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 what 70 years right now in the midst of all hell, hell breaking loose we're seeing people live 70 80 90 why because the most high is keeping them they must have did something in their life and the most high really want to get them he needs that we're looking at a real dark day that's about to come for real it's a real dark day coming on this earth right we're going to go to um one of the classics, Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1 and verse uh, 24. It's a real dark day coming on this earth, man. And we're just seeing glimpses of it right now, right? And for all those ones who don't have no fear in them, you better you better pray for fear. You better pray for fear. 
You better you better be on your face crying and begging for the most high to, to give you fear, right? Because this is what's going to happen if you don't have fear before that day, right? Proverbs chapter 1 and verse, actually, we're going to slide. We're going to start at verse, um, we're going to start at verse 22, actually. It says, how long ye simple ones will ye love simplicity? Our people are loving being simple right now. Waiting on a new PS5 to drop, right? Well, no, nah, it already didn't drop. Out there paying extra money for the PS5, right? Our people just love being simple. If it ain't about smoking, if it ain't about about, about smashing women, right? If it ain't about the women uh, 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 dressing in, uh, um, what's, what's something y'all women be wearing? What's that? The red bottoms and what else? Give me something. What else? What women wear? So you you can't eat. Anyways, y'all know what I'm talking about. The the uh, what they wear Gucci. Getting the, get the Nemus bags and and the. But I'm saying you need so you can't eat. Can't Anyways, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all dressing up and 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 making sure your nails and your hair did and all this other vanity stuff. How long are you gonna be simple? How long will you love simplicity? How long will you care about things that that don't even matter? Things that's going to lead you to to your death. How long are you going to be worrying about these things? How long are you going to put these things over the most high? How long? How long is that going to happen for you, right? We're going to keep reading on it. And the scorners delight in their scorning, right? And the fools hate knowledge. How long are you going to hate knowledge? You fool. You dumbass. How long are you going to reject information that is uh, 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 essential for your life? How long? How long are you going to close your ears to the truth? How long, right? We're going to keep going. Verse 23, turn ye at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Right? He's going to pour his spirit out. And and we're looking at the process of him pouring his spirit out today. Because we are more people waking up to this truth and the simple fact that we are the biblical Israelites. We are the actual Israelites. Hebrew Israelites, we our forefathers were in the wilderness with Moses. Our forefathers went into a covenant with the Most High. Our forefathers, not nobody else. He only loves our, us, our people, period. And he's coming back to redeem only us and our people, period. But not the sinners of our people. He's coming back to do, uh, to redeem the ones who are keeping the laws right now. Period. That's it. Right? This is what he's doing right now. We're seeing that. But we're going to keep going. Verse 24. Because I have called and ye refused. Right? Now we're going to the ones who refused. I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. Right? Verse 25, but ye have set at not all my counsel. Ye ain't listen to none of my counsel, right? 
and with none of my reproof. You ain't listen to when people were trying to uh, correct you. You ain't listen to somebody saying you need to wear fringes. You ain't listen to somebody saying when you need to wear 100% clothing. You ain't listen to keeping the Sabbath day. You ain't listen to keeping the new moon, right? You ain't listen. Now, we might have certain differences in, uh, uh, amongst Israel, right? About what's the new moon, about what's the Sabbath. But guess what? You're rehearsing a righteous act. You're doing the best that you can with the information the Most High gave you and allow you to understand, right? But guess what? Are you doing that? Yes. All right, cool, man. Listen, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't at that. But we're going to keep going on it. Verse 26, I also will laugh at your calamity. He's going to be laughing when that day come and you getting your house kicked in and people destroying your house by the sword. When, when, when you women who, who feel like you don't need no man are out there getting, getting face fucked and, 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 and 30 niggas running through you back to back. You pregnant, don't know who the fucking daddy is. Because so many niggas ran in you. Guess what? He's going to be laughing at your calamity, right? Keep going. I will mock when your fear cometh. You didn't choose to fear the most high before. You didn't believe these scriptures when he says this. But guess what? When, it day, when that day finally happens to you, guess what's going to happen? He's going to be mocking you. He's going to be laughing at you. He's, it's going to be a joke to him. You're a joke. And then guess what's going to happen? You're going to die. Right? Keep going. When your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction come as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. You're not going to be able to find the most high then. It's too late at that point, right? According to the Bible, we know once all hell break loose, the elect, everybody that the Most High chose to save is already sealed. Ain't no coming into this truth when all hell break loose. Ain't no coming into this truth, right? That's why I made an episode about the five wise versions and the five foolish ones. Go back and listen to it. You get those precepts about that. Yahweh Shai gave a parable about, hey, listen, you go get your oil before the bride or Salakia, the, the, you know, your husband, right? Before the groom comes. You go, you go get your oil before that. Don't wait till he come and then now, oh, I need that oil. It's going to be too late. He gave a parable about that, right? This is for he who has ears to hear, right? Keep going. It says, they shall seek me early, but they shall not find me for that they hated knowledge and chose not the fear of the Lord. When you, when you struggling and you can be like, well, you know, I need Lord, what, what, what them Israelites niggas was saying? They told me about this day, but but what they were saying, I need to do what? Oh, that's right. Anywhere. Fringes. All right, all right. Let me try and find some fringes. You can't go to the internet. You can't order the fringes no more. 
You can't go to goddamn Michaels to get some fringes. You can't, you can't, niggas ain't just walking around with fringes in this motherfucker. Free fringes for you. Ain't nobody got that no more. You chose not to fear the most high. When your, when your death and your destruction comes, guess what? It's too late for you. You're going to die. Your best bet, if you choose not to fear the most high right now, listen, just live it up right now and just prepare to die. Walk around saying, yes, I know I'm about to die. I know I'm going to die a horrible death. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't even matter to me. Accept your punishment. Accept your fate. Because you, you're not, you don't even have a chance. You might as well, like, <sighs> mm. listen, accept your faith and enjoy your life. Don't hold back. Get the PS4, get fucked up as much as you want to. Get drunk every day, smoke as much weed as you want. Hell, hit that crack too. Hit that coke. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, go crazy. Pop the mollies, hit the zans. Don't, don't, you know, if you don't want to live right, do not, do not hold back. Don't try and be a morally good person. Don't do nothing. Don't try. Why? Because you're going to die anyway. And that's the sad truth that two-thirds of his people are getting ready to die. You're signing your own death certificate right now. Why? By not keeping his commandments, right? You're literally signing your own death certificate, right? We're going to go to, um, I got one more. We're going to go to, what is that? We're going to go to Job, actually. Job 36 and 12. Job 36 and 12. But it says, but if they obey not, they shall perish by the sword and they shall die without knowledge. And that's what is about to happen to a lot of people. Because you don't want to be obedient to the most high. Guess what? You're going to perish by the sword. You're going to die. Right? And guess what? You're going to die without even understanding. You're going to have no knowledge, no wisdom, no understanding. You're getting ready to die. Just don't know it yet. You do not know it yet. Some of y'all do know. Some of y'all don't care. Some of you don't give a damn, right? But for the ones who have ears to hear and eyes to see right now, listen, you better start getting on fire. You better start getting on fire. You 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 better start reaching out to people who got information, right? You better start start uh uh, uh keeping the commandments to the best of your ability. Praying to the most high, you know, doing what you need to do so you can, you know, have a chance to be saved from this. Right. 
So you may have a chance to be saved, right? Hey, look, this has been another episode of the Mac Project Show. And uh, all hell breaking loose. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, this is a, a very, uh, this is very uh, monumental for us, the so-called blacks, Hispanics, and Native Indians. We're watching our oppressor implode on himself. All praise to the most high. Hey, this has been another episode of the Matt Project Show. And I'm out. Wah.